Just let me clear the airs here, and then we can. The airs. The errors. <laughs> oh, know? like not the air, the errors. Let me clear oh. the errors, and then we can get started. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. And it's Saturday at 7 o'clock. It's time for some Dan and Jordan made up fun. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. You know, I like to describe what we do as good improv. And if you want to hear some good improv, then you're listening to the right show. So here we go. That's what we need. We just need good communication. We just need to make sure that when we're on these radios, sending these signals out to the planes, that we have good communication. I'll agree that this is communication. I mean, it's a cup with a string attached to it, and you got another cup there. Well, that's our interoffice system. Yes, this is our interoffice system. This is what we have. for a walkie-talkie. Technically, you made a walkie-talkie. We spent our money on the technology to communicate with the planes, okay? We thought interoffice, we could, like, yell across. or This is actually a new installation. You're lucky we got this. The last time, we were just yelling across. So we got the cups now. It's an upgrade from before. Let's be honest. We're both pilots here, right? Yeah. We, We both... Had to eject from our fighter jets. We found ourselves here. Now, some people would say it's moved too fast because we've already established a currency and a border and a communication system. I'm confident we're still going to get rescued by the Air Force. I don't know what leads you to to say that. Well, we've got these markers on our bodies, the GPS. I mean, that's, GPS is pretty good. It gets me to the coffee store and home. Just because they know where we are doesn't mean they're going to come get us, though. Well, there's, right? that, there's the no man left behind policy. They That's said true. they will leave no man behind. Listen, here's, here's the thing, okay? I kind of sent a message to the military and led them to believe that we were dead. You what? And that if they picked up our GPS signals, they must have been like, eaten by some seals or something. What kind of message did you send them? What well, I sent them basically that. Just, just that, that we're right dead? There. Just that we're dead. We're dying. We're going to die right away. You always sign your messages with your name. Yeah. Well, then they're going to know that that's not true. Well, they're not going to know that. Why would they know that? They'll trust me. They're going to trust you. They don't trust me? You're going to say Corporal Dan. What did you, you say? Dear General. I said Corporal General, Dan, yes. <laughs> Corporal Dan and Corporal Jordan. I didn't Jordan say Dear General. We're not stranded. that close. I just, said gen- I just said General, not Dear General. But if you signed it, then who's. They're going to know that you wrote the. Corporal Dan and Corporal oh. Jordan are stranded. Okay. However, we are prepared to die immediately, so don't bother sending help. I am not and prepared to see, die immediately. Well, it doesn't matter. The message has been sent. Well. And if you see the GPS anywhere, then probably a seal ate it. Well, seals do eat a lot of things. See? So it's perfectly plausible. It is very plausible. The I military mean, sees it. They're like, oh, good. No expensive rescue operation. Everything's good. I'm saving them money. You know, military budgets are really inflated. So that's actually good on you for that. Right. That comes out of all of our salaries. That's tax money our from pensions. you and me. Yeah, not just our salary, but our pension too. And when we're at the VA, we're going to need those pensions. Damn right we are. You want Uncle Sam dipping his hand in and taking the rest? No, I do not. Exactly, on an expensive rescue operation for two guys. Uncle Sam. You know, Uncle Sam's got sticky fingers. Listen, maybe you ever if... that about Uncle Sam? He's got a, he wants a lot. Yeah. All I'm saying is, maybe if five or six of our crew survived, it's worth sending... It's worth sending a search mission. A yeah. search mission. Both. Do a search and a search. I think they should search the land and the sea, and I'm glad they came up with those terms to differentiate between the two. Me too. Because we could be in the water. They don't know. Unless they check the GPS. Which they should. Yeah. You know, half the time, though, like, GPS will, like, if you're on a road, it'll drive you into a lake or something like that, which can be fun. That's but, why I was pretty sure the seals eating them story is going to take care of all that. Yeah. You know, this that's probably a seal thing. The seals have probably hacked 
our GPS, Cyber War Man. That's the real war. It's not you and I flying around in our fighter jets, which we're awesome at, by the way. Well, I wouldn't say that awesome. I mean, we did both end up crashing here. Yeah, well, you know, I thought you were an enemy. You thought I were an enemy. We both hit eject at the same time. The explosion was really cool, though. It was super cool. I've always wanted to see that. I did, too. That was really cool. And listen, the base we're building here isn't that bad, either. I agree. We got the cups already. We got a lot of bases covered, right? And we got bases to play baseball, too. I made some out of those coconuts. Well, see, there you go. I would think that the coconut would work better as the baseball than the base itself, but... Yeah, but you got to use something to mark the base. Sure. (laughs) You can just use sand. Sand washes away. Maybe a banana peel. Well, if only there were bananas on this island. That'd be great. That would be great. Oh, we're going to get so sick of coconuts. Well, it is what it is. We'll make do. So, well, good. You took to this much better than I was expecting. Well, I'm expecting to be rescued. Like, don't get me wrong. No, that's I'm not, not happen. I'm not relying on the fact that they're never going to find us. I'm hoping they're going to find us. I covered it all up. It's all good. We're not going to get found. If we do get found, it'll be by accident from maybe a cruise ship or something. They'll just track your email. That's well, what they'll do. I've, I'm going to give up email. But you've already sent it. It's already in your outbox. Well, you that can't one's, unsend that it. That one's gone, sure, but... I guess I should have sent it from in the sea. That was my mistake right there. I sent it from the land. They're going to be able to tell I was on the land. There you go. You probably dropped a pin, too. You're always accidentally doing that. Damn it. Well, I guess we'll have to go back home. A lot of people put in a lot of time to get us where we are today. And I guess I'm just upset because I see the old ways just falling by the wayside. I remember when we used to build a building and all we used was just some straw, a little bit of like straw wire to wrap it up, set up the house that way. Boom. Perfect. And how often have you seen a building constructed solely out of straw? Nowadays, almost never. Almost never. Yeah. You still find it in some like very- Some smaller towns. Some smaller towns, very small towns. Yep. Because hay is like it's still a good building material. That's what I'm saying. But most of the days, I mean, things have advanced to the point where you're using brick and mortar and, you know, yeah. better materials. I hear they're using, like, titanium steel now. Titanium? Yeah. That's That sounds like a made-up metal. That's exactly what I thought when I first heard of it, but no, it's very real. Huh. And the hay industry, quite frankly, is reeling from this. Every change you just listed there, from brick and mortar to the titanium steel, takes a chunk out of the hay building market material. This isn't going to stop until they're using diamonds to build things. Can you even imagine? Who would want a hay house when you can get a diamond house? Nobody would want a hay house if they could get a diamond house. Diamond is the perfect construction material. It's transparent, so you would know if there was somebody inside your home, you could see through it, but it's also very strong, so no one would be able to break in your home to get into it if you didn't want them in there. It is the perfect solution. I'm not disagreeing with that. But as an advocate for hay as a building material, I'm obviously never going to agree to that. Okay? Okay. What I want is more buildings being made out of hay. Regardless of how impractical or costly it may be. What about the flammability issue? Well, I guess it's an issue, fine. Several hay buildings have burnt to the ground, leaving no survivors inside. And in the laboratory, 8 out of 10 hay buildings completely collapsed under the pressure of fire. That's right, we've got it down to 8 out of 10. It used to be 10 out of 10. Merely 20 years ago, it was 10 out of 10. Yeah, technology has improved in hay. I'll give you that. It's evolving. It's evolving. I can't deny it's getting stronger. It used to let fire destroy it, but now it's learning to adapt. Well, it's not just the hay, okay? We've got terrific engineers on the hay building team. They know exactly how to build properly so that these buildings only burn 8 out of 10 times. You are the the town engineer. You're the only town engineer that is dealing in hay. 
So for you to say that the town engineer is great, that we have great engineers, is kind of it's kind of self-congratulatory. Well, I'm just saying. And yeah, your work is is wonderful. I agree. And if it were up to me, the whole town would be made of hay. They don't even give mayors much power anymore. You know? You would really go full hay in the town. I you betcha I would. I would make at least eight out of ten buildings. Eight hay. out of ten. But you know, you know what they're pushing on me now? They're pushing that we don't even have homes at all. What? Yeah. No building material. None. We're just gonna live in a field. Well a field could be hay. Yeah, but we won't be able to use it to construct anything. There's going to be no homes. That's what they're going to say. So you can't use homes. I'm like, whoa, we're getting away from this hay thing. I got a great engineer who deals in hay, and he's a great man. And I'm like, what can I do for him, Mr. Governor? I appreciate Mr. you saying that to the governor standing Mr. up for Regional me Mr. Like Regional Sectional Governor. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I mean, you didn't mention me by name. You just said a friend who did it, but that's fine. Well, we got to adapt here. I don't and know what we we're going to do. Well, we also have a rogue horse population, and they consume a lot of the local hay. That does make it tough for us to gain construction materials from time to time. Especially when they made it illegal to shoot a horse. Now, you know... You what do you know, mean, they? You're the mayor. You enacted that legislation. Look, Bill, we all voted for it, all right? Yeah, that's true. I guess I did kind of vote for that. I assumed more horses eating hay, more hay, more money for me, but it didn't actually work out that way. Now, you know that shooting horses was one of my favorite hobbies before that bill passed. You're very... Very good at separating your personal life from what you believe is in the best interests of whoever gave you the idea. It's the people that vote. But uh, when that law passed, we had to we had to give up our horse killing privileges. I just want more town built of hay. And you've promised to give away all our buildings. I'll give you a subway. I'll give you a subway. A subway made out of hay? Made out of hay. Okay, now we're talking. But then, mm, see, I shouldn't have offered the subway because now you're going to want a franchise. And then I'm going to have a whole franchise full of hay buildings in this town. I'm going to have hay shacks, hay subways, well, whatever you call them. I think hay shacks is a great idea. Use that one if you want. Uh, whatever the subway corporation says is on the franchise agreement is what I'm going to use. Probably subway. And it would be sub hay anyway if I made it up on my own. Well, fair enough. That's between you and subway, all right? I agree. But listen, if as, I get... As mayor, that's all they really let me do is hand out who's going to build what for fast food. That's, that's my only power, Bill. Well, then how come I've seen McDonald's go up that are not made out of hay? I've seen McDonald's go up that are made out of bricks. Phil is on the council, too. Phil. Phil. You're letting Phil influence you, the brick guy. Does a lot of brick work. That's what I thought, the brick layer. Yeah, he's a brick layer. Yeah, yeah brick that's layer the... is right. I've seen Phil handle those bricks, manhandle them. From now on, a few more things can be made out of hay in this town. Okay. Like maybe, what are we talking, like Harvey's, like a KFC? Like maybe a Red Lobster? Well, the Red Lobster has nothing to do with hay whatsoever, now does it? My hands are tied to the fast food industry. It's the in the clause is mayor. They said you become mayor, you become a slave to the fast food franchisers. I'm aware of what our town charter says. <laughs> well, then you know the extent of my power. A&W. Fine, A&W, I'll take it. <laughs> my weapon has misfired. And oh, I'm, no. I'm pretty sure it's jammed. Well, that's too bad. What did you do? Did you just pull the trigger and everything seized up? It was pretty normal. You know, I was standing there at the gun range. You weren't spinning around on your finger, right? Well, of course I was spinning it around on my finger. Okay. I came here to live out a fantasy. I told you you weren't allowed to spin the gun on your finger as soon as you walked in the range. Because I saw you miming it on the way in, spinning your finger. Yeah. I've got it down pretty good. Check this out. Yeah, it looks... Stop that! Dropped it. There you go. It's totally jam, man. Stop. Do not point that at me and fire it, okay?
What? It's never going to go off. Okay, give it to me. I will not. Give it to me. You want me, you want me to give it to no, you? No, I don't want that. Stop spinning the gun around. Okay. Okay? All right. Well, now, if, if you spun this gun, that's obviously what I, caused the misfire. Hold on. If I give you the gun, then you're going to spin it. No, I'm not. And I came here to spin a gun. I didn't come here to I'm watch you to spin a gun. I'm going to safely clear the misfire and then return the pistol to you for just proper shooting. No spinning. That's what your mouth says, but your body says something else. I'm not going to spin it. I'm a professional. Let me see your hand. It looks like there's a ring around your finger. There is a ring around my finger. I'm married. Those are hands that look like they would want to spin a gun. Just because I want to spin a gun doesn't mean I'm going to do it here so at work. So you admit you want to spin a gun. I have spun guns on my own personal time with my own personal guns in a safe environment many times. But this is not that environment. This is a proper environment for shooting only. Spinning guns and gun tricks are to be reserved for the spinning gun and gun trick range. Sorry, Ranger Mike. I shouldn't have disrespected okay, you. Okay, thank you. Here, check the fire. Thank off. you. Okay, now, see, a classic spinning jam is what's happening. The shotgun here. here has also jammed up. Um, so I I spun this one as well. I bet you I'm going to see a spin jam when I get it. Maybe you're the gun expert. I'm there, not. Give it here. You have this one, the one back. Okay, thanks. Yep, classic spin jam. There, it's solved. Now, don't spin any more guns while you're on my range. I'm willing to give you some spinning lessons later on. You can come to spin class. I don't believe in classes. I like to self-educate. We work with pellet guns to start and then gain your confidence slowly so that you can twirl the gun without jamming it. Really? A pellet? Ooh, that sounds deadly. It's not deadly. A pellet, like a pellet of ricin. Yeah, pellet no, gun. Not, it's not like oh. that. A pellet gun is weak, very weak. What? So that you can practice and gain your confidence. Practice. So that maybe one day you'll be ready to spin a real gun. I already got confidence. Maybe. Confidence is not something that I need to gain. Well, we need to break that confidence out of you then if you think you're going to spin a real gun on your first try. Do you know how long it took me to learn how to spin a gun properly without jamming it up? Yeah, I checked the spin log. Good, thank you. I keep that posted up so everybody can see it. Two days. I've been here one day. I'm going to do it in half that. You're not going to do it today. It's not going to happen. Not on my watch. You think just because you're the new guy you can step in here and try to take over for old Ranger Mike? I don't think so. I'm not looking to take over. Okay. I'm teaching spin class. All right, good, good. Good. I'm glad you're teaching spin class. You can spin it. That's right. I can spin it. Any way you want. Just like the media. Okay? It's your web to spin. Your web to spin. I'm here to spin guns. Do not spin any guns on this range. This is not what the shooting range is for. Is there a spinning range? Of course there's a spinning range. You've been working here for a whole day and you don't know we have a spinning range? You need to pay more attention it's to your work. my first day, dude. And you're already trying to spin guns. See, well, yeah. I got to show the customers how the guns spin in your hand. I just watched you jam that gun. I just watched you jam it, spinning no it. No way this gun is. Oh. Exactly. Classic spin jam. I can see him coming a mile away. You see, this is the problem here. You youngsters walk in here thinking you're just going to start off spinning guns. You think that your little fidget spinners are good enough to spin guns. Not the same thing. My motto is don't spin a gun before a gunfight. Why not? You would want to. Just jammed it. You would want to display an action that intimidated your enemy. You think your enemy is going to be intimidated Spin by you? Spin oh, the gun. Just jam two, I saw. Well, yeah. All right, fine. I'll stop jamming the guns. Okay. If you learn how to do it properly, you won't jam them anymore. If I was in a conflict, spin that gun. Pow. You got to get there first. For now, the only time you'll be hearing a bang after a spin is if you fake it like that.
You've been listening to The Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at Good Improv. This is what we do. This is what you hear. And we hope you're having fun. So go to all social media and follow that now. I'm thinking we should cut down on the number of ducks that we're keeping. Ducks? Yeah, we're keeping maybe a few too many. We are supposed to have two of each animal. And you think we're keeping too many ducks. If we get rid of the ducks, then... We're not going to have ducks. Wait, we just scratch ducks off the list? Well, what if we just kind of look the other way and just pretend we didn't know ducks exist? Then ducks would be lost to human history forever. I'm prepared to make that sacrifice. Is this because of what happened with a duck when you were young? Yes, it how is. How it hissed at you? Yes. Look, that's just how and they And then express... it honked at me, too. Yeah, they honk. They honk when they're defensive. And now you've got two ducks on the ark. They're scaring me. They're wigging me out. I'm perfectly comfortable keeping the geese. The geese honk, too. Well, I know. And they hiss. But it's a different kind of honking. And they're bigger than a duck. Yeah, but they're more friendly. You know, I've never had a goose come up and try to bite me. Some gooses are golden. Exactly. You ever heard of a golden duck? Never. I've heard of duck larange. They don't like it when you say that around them. Yeah, of course not, because it implies that they're going to get turned into food. Nobody would eat a goose. Gross. We got to keep the birds. If we lose ducks, then we're going to have to question all the other animals. You know, you get to lose ducks, then I'm going to want to lose an animal. I'm going to want to lose tiger sharks. Well, I'm fine with that. Well, I'm not. I like tiger sharks. Don't make me lose an animal that I want to lose. Why would you pick something that you'd like for the animal you're going to lose? I don't know. It's just the first one I thought of. I hate ducks. That's why I wanted to get rid of them. You're trying to throw away your favorite? That doesn't make any sense. It's just the first one that came to mind, all right? I got into this because I love animals. I understand. I did, too. I mean, if I had to choose one that, like, angered me in some way, in a traumatic way, then maybe I would choose a uh, goldfish. Just the goldfish? Yeah. The goldfish can go. Okay? Okay. The goldfish in my house got more attention than I did when I was growing up. Well, that's right? ridiculous. And the goldfish was able to to bring the ring down the aisle, be the ring bearer for Arnold's wedding, but not me. Not Arnold's stepson. The ring was gold and yeah, goldfish. Yeah, yeah. Made it sense kinda, at the it time. That kind of makes sense. Okay. Listen, I'm fine with that. We'll get rid of the goldfish and the ducks, okay? Goldfish only have a tiny lifespan anyway. What's the point in even saving them? They're part of the animal kingdom. For now. Maybe we throw them away. Or we eat them. Just eat them. Ever wonder what a goldfish tastes like? But a goldfish with duck. Ooh, that does sound good. Now we got to see. Now we got another conundrum because now we got to get like a beef something in there. We need some, some sort of meat. Some sort of land. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're we right. We got a bird. We got a fish. Let's go for it. What else are we losing? Okay, okay, well. But we're in a rabbit hole now, because you're going to pick an animal, then I'm going to have to pick Well, I know that. I know we're going to get two, and I'm trying to think here, but I mean, a cow is the obvious choice to go for, because a steak would be dynamite right now. We cannot get rid of cows, as amazing as that would taste. Moving forward, though, we're going to need those cows. I mean, selfish me says, are we even going to live till tomorrow? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's best to eat the cow now, just in case we die tomorrow. Who knows? we enjoy the steak. I like that idea, but... Chances are we're going to survive. 99% chance, I'd say. Pretty good chance we're going to make it. So we want to have steaks in the future. Yeah. So we can't kill the cow. So we can't kill the cow, but what's an equivalent? What about bison? Bison. Bison burger. How often do you get the bison burger? Yeah, Almost I would never, never get it. If the beef burger and bison burger are side by side. You go for the beef. Every time. Yeah. Okay. Like, what does my tummy want? That's the real question. You know what? I'm going to just go for it. I'm going to say... We eat the steaks now. Let's just eat the steaks now. So we're going for cow. Let's just go with the cow. Let's eat the steaks now, and we'll get it out of the way. Okay. We'll probably die soon. Who knows? I mean, times are tough, right? All right. Well, then we're also taking um, pigs with us, too. Wow. Because we're going to have a steak that's wrapped in bacon. Oh, my God. That would be divine. Yeah. 
will be the last people to ever have bacon. Okay, you know what? If we're doing it, let's just do it big time, right? Let's get some lobsters. Let's just have a real feast here. Yeah. It's the last two of everything. We may as well enjoy ourselves. We're looking for a new flavor of gum, and we're doing a lot of market research, so I've got some samples laid out for you. Okay. And I just want you to let me know what you think as you try them. Okay. So this well, is this is a blind test. Okay. So we'll start with uh, the There's blue one. the blue cup, and we'll move our way down the well, line. Well, it's a blind test, so I'm not going to be able to see which cup is which, right? Oh, and I already told you it was blue. All so, right. Me... Well, I'm assuming it's going to be a blueberry gum. Here, give it here. Yeah, blueberry. Okay. What's the next one going to be, cherry or something like that? Listen, here's the thing. I got into the gum tasting game for one reason and one reason alone, and that's to see a gum release that isn't sweet. Really? I'm looking for a savory gum. Savory? Like gravy? Like gravy or like a beef bouillon. Hmm. I see where you're going. Maybe a chicken stock gum. I see where you're going. Chicken stock, hey? So away from mint and more towards like a holiday theme. Or a fried like okra. A Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving gum. But see, even that's going to have the tinge of cranberry in there, like polluting the gum's flavor. Polluting? You How think about cranberry... just mashed potatoes? You don't eat cranberry with Thanksgiving dinner? Well, of course I do, but I want a savory gum, not a sweet gum. But it's we could do a whole meal in a stick. You're really getting away from the spirit okay. of what I want. All right, all right, all right. You're right, you're right, you're right. That is a good idea, you're maybe. You're looking for, for something savory. I want something savory. That's what I'm really something looking savory. for. savory. I think people would really take to it. Wavy gravy. Groovy gravy. I mean, hey, that's for the marketing department to decide. I'm just a gum taster here, okay? I just know what I like. And I got a lot of friends who would appreciate this kind of gum. You know what? I I kind of see where you're going because, like, they make me do these tests all the time. And I'm like, I'm getting really sick of all these cups that are colors. Right. Like blue cups, green cups, red cups. I'm thinking, why can't the cups be like a smell? Oh, yeah. Good idea. You know what I mean? Like the cups smell different, and that's how you can know what cup is yours. Right. Seems like a good idea. You could even have a savory smell. Well, that seems like a good idea, too. Yeah. It's only if we can apply the savoriness to gum. That's really my that's specific true. That's area true. of I'm expertise. That's true. I'm a gum scientist. I'm getting away. Sorry. I don't know what you're doing in your, in your personal business venture. Really into but... cups, all right? They make me stare at these cups all day. Anyway, gum. <laughs> It's been nice. It's been good. I thought it was pretty okay. Yeah, it's gone well. Now, this is usually the point where you as the robber would take your shotgun and you would aggressively smash the butt of it into my nose. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. And I would cry and I'd beg for my life and I'd plead. But you and I have bonded. Yeah, I think we did pretty well throughout this whole ordeal. You know, Roger, I'm looking forward to opening up a savings account with you after you have escaped law enforcement and settled under your new identity. Excellent. And I think that would be great. I think this is the bank that really has the least chance of getting hit again. Because, number one, who robs the bank directly after it's been robbed already? Nobody. That'd just be silly. Doesn't make any sense. Cops are watching it. Yeah, no, I think it'll be a great place to store my, my money that I steal from here. And, of course, you know that you've got the option to take that money and diversify, right? Whenever it comes to accounts, I always say that diversity is your strength. Well, that makes sense. That does make sense. I've heard that a lot, actually. So if you are, like, robbing money from other banks, you know, you take that money, you put it into some stocks and some bonds. Hmm, interesting. So I don't want to always put the money that I steal from that bank back into that bank. Maybe sometimes I want to steal from a bank and put it into this bank. Different banks. Different banks, different philosophies on banking. Exactly. This bank. And I'm glad you said this bank. 
because well, yes, we've bonded really well here during this. We really have, and I'm sorry that I shot your business partner. I didn't want to have to do that. Please, I mean, he was always lagging behind at golf anyway, so I'm not gonna miss him. Besides, you and I'll be golfing from now on. Uh, yeah. Um. So you know, you lose one friendship, you gain another. That's how I feel about it too. And to be f- quite frank with you, my business partner, he always had the worst bowel movements in the morning. Oh, really? He would stink up the office something fierce. See, that's something that you just can't plan for. And it's not something you can really talk about. No. It's not something I could ever tell him about. But now that he's gone, I mean, we can all get it off of our chests. That whole problem has just disappeared. Yeah. So I kind of did you a favor. Well, you're doing me a favor here by, by opening up your bank to me, too. So that helps. Well, you know we have a very secure vault. Obviously not impervious. No, but pretty good, though. It took me quite a long time to get in that thing. It did. I was expecting to just, boom, blow it up, no problem, like many banks before it. But this, it was like, I blow up the first level. There's another level of security. You got a dog inside there that I had to put down. I mean- You had to blow up the dog, too. I got to give you credit for that, because I've never seen that. Okay. Oh, thank you. So I don't know where you're getting your technology from, but if this is—is is this in-house stuff? It's in-house. Yeah, yeah I prefer to. Kind of figured. I do my own education on security. Kind of figured. Yeah, there was a guy who was offering like a security class, and I bet you it was Jimmy. He offers that security class to a lot of banks around here. Really? Yeah, it's it no was problem. A man named Just Jimmy. Boom! You blow right through the safe. There's not even a guard in there, not a dog, nothing at all. You know what? He's probably the one robbing those banks. No, no, it's me. Oh, it's you. Yeah, it's me. Oh, okay. I was thinking. I I did work with Jimmy to come up with the whole security scheme, though. We're working together, but I do the actual legwork. I just want to be clear on that. Oh, well, you have legs. Jimmy does not. That's right. Jimmy's more of the thinking, the, the roller, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Gets things rolling. This is the start of a beautiful friendship, I feel like. It really is. I, you know, I forgot to offer you your free gun. For initiating oh, now, come on. an account. I got the old. <laughs> I know. And no jams. <laughs> no jams. You spin that really well. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, you do also have your choice of, you know, weaponry from my bank. We offer a free weapon with every account that you No, open. no, please. That's fine. That's fine. No? I've taken so okay. much already. It's okay. not a problem. All right. Well, it's not a problem. Entirely up to you. But you know what? I am going to be back here after I, as you said, establish a new identity. I'm going to knock off a few other banks and I'm going to bring their money here. Thank you. And that's why I like to say that this bank is built on trust and friendship. I'm hoping that this will be the only bank that I'm ever going to have to rob moving forward. I think it might be. I think, I think it, might, it be might be, too. I really think so, too. Thank you for listening to The Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. We hope you had tons of fun with us. Thanks for listening. We do good improv. We hope you had good fun. And you can find us at Good Improv on all of our social media accounts. So follow us at Good Improv on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See some fun stuff there. Have fun in your personal life outside of the show. But come back next week at 7 o'clock and have some more fun with us. 